0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Chicago's southeast side. We're talking about neighborhoods like Hegwish and South Deering. It's also ground zero for several environmental justice battles in Chicago, with some of the dirtiest air in the city. First, you have to know a little bit of southeast side history. It used to be a steel mill and factory community. Now there's any number of sewage plants and refineries in the area. And by the end of the week... The city is expected to rule on whether or not to issue a long-awaited permit for a controversial metal scrapper to relocate to the area. So joining me now are Amelia Nieto-Gomez, Executive Director of Alliance of the Southeast. Hi, Amalia. Welcome to Reset. Hello. Thank you for having me. Also with us is Juanita Irazari, Executive Director of the Friends of the Parks. Hi, Juanita. Welcome.
1: Hi, Sasha. Thank you.
0: Amalia, let's start with you. You actually just came off of a press conference about an hour ago about, about uh, Southside Recycling. It's also known as General Iron. That's the metal scrapper that's looking to relocate to that area. What was the presser about? Uh,
2: the press re- we did the press conference about um, two things. Uh, one was um, because this morning we delivered a letter to the Chicago Department of Public Health Um, It's a letter from 10th Ward residents and allies um, calling on the city, uh, Mayor Lightfoot and Dr. Arwadi to deny the permit for General Iron. Uh, We also uh, had a number of elected officials um, and uh, uh, community members urging um, the city of Chicago to deny the permit, um, especially in light of um, environmental justice concerns and racial equity concerns.
0: And uh, the Chicago Department of Public Health just released their health impact assessment on Southside Recycling. Among their findings was that Southside Recycling, if it were to start operating where it hopes to on the southeast side,
2: mm-hmm.
0: could have a negative impact on air pollution and, and mental wealth, uh, the mental well-being of the residents, but would be great for job and economic opportunity. What's your reaction to that, Amalia?
2: I think we already have a number of industries that are on the southeast side. We already have a number of health uh, disparities. Um, We have really high rates of diabetes, asthma, cancer. Um, And so having another uh, industry, one that is toxic and will have a lot of air pollution, will be detrimental for the whole community. Um, I think our community has been pretty clear about denying the permit and the reasons why we believe that uh, the city has enough information to deny the permit, so we urge them to do so.
0: Yeah. Will any other findings stick out to you?
2: I think uh, just the, the, it, there's a lot of health impacts, but then there's a lot of air pollution. And I think one of the things that we are concerned about is, you know, the city really, really needs to take into effect into account the cumulative impact, so the industry that is already there. Um, but we also, you know, want to call out that the city has an opportunity to stop uh policies that are environmentally uh and racially unjust and the reason why we're saying this is because general iron is moving from um lincoln park a majority uh uh more affluent and majority white community um who has fought against having the industry so close to their homes and now the city is uh, uh deciding on the permit to move um more industry to the southeast side which is already uh environmentally overburdened.
0: I want to read some excerpts of a recent statement from RMG. That's the parent company of Southside Mm -hmm. Recycling. It reads, the economic consequences of stalling Southside Recycling's permit (laughs) are being felt by hardworking, mostly minority individuals and businesses across the city and region. Uh, The statement also points out that the, the city's only other metal scrapping facility continues to operate in alleged violation of the Clean Air Act. And so the statement goes on to say metal recycling is a necessary vital service in any large metropolis. The city Mm -hmm. and its residents should ask, is it better to recycle metal at a facility that doesn't capture and control its emissions? Or is it better to recycle metal at a modern new facility that has all the best available pollution control technology and exceeds even the U.S. EPA's guidance on controlling shredder emissions? So, Amalia, A lot to digest there does rmg have a point about the economic impact of not allowing them to operate
2: uh well look the economic uh impact of them is according to the report released yesterday um there are 100 jobs at the that were at the current facility there may be only about 35 jobs um, at the new facility um from folks who have left while uh, general iron is shut down at the moment but um, that is not enough <laughs> to offset the the decades and centuries of, um, you know, air pollution on the Southeast side. Um, and we want to have healthy jobs, green jobs, um, you know, uh, employers that employ local residents, but not at the expense of our health. And so, you know, if, if Lincoln Park residents could successfully say, you know, no more, uh, then we can say no more too. And, you know, these, uh companies these toxic companies are not locating in other places in the city where there are majority white neighborhoods it is they are only going to majority black and uh, uh, latinx communities and so that is why we're saying you know no more it's yeah. not we, we we do need investment for you know economic impact but you know this is not the way to do it we want clean and green companies that will work with the community to come, not another toxic company. And it should not be next to, there shouldn't be any toxic companies next to residential places, let alone a high school, uh, elementary school, and a park, which Mm -hmm. is where General Iron is moving.
0: Well, let's bring Juanita in here. Uh, Juanita, what is the future as you see it for this area if firms like General Iron can't operate there?
1: Well, we stand with the community in the concerns that, tend to prioritize a very small number of jobs over the health of the community and in dumping them in communities that tend to bear the burden for the rest of Chicago, right? Brown and black communities that are environmental justice communities. So as noted, this proposed General Iron location is right across the street from Rowan Park. And then another part of the community, the city is going along with the Army Corps of Engineers in their desire to expand a pollution dump in the same 10th Ward environmental justice community that's right next to Calumet Park, right on the lake, right along the Calumet River. So again and again, Chicagoans are told it's fine to just dump all the pollution burdens on the southeast side. Yes, we need jobs, but one community should not be bearing such a high percentage of the burden for all of us.
0: Can you see any scenario or any more safeguards that would be put in place that you could see General Iron operating in a safe manner on the southeast side, Juanita?
1: I mean, we really we really stand with the voice of community as to what they're observing about, about the number of jobs and whether that number of jobs um, makes sense. But these are longstanding challenges that we face as a country, and we are also now in a moment where severe climate change uh, concerns face us, and we do have to think about changing our economy focusing on green jobs, focusing on the types of investments that are also going to protect our health and the health of the planet in the long term. And we really seriously have to make that shift in our thinking.
0: Amalia, the city is expected to announce its decision soon, likely by the end of this week, Mm -hmm. uh, on whether or not to approve RMG's permit to relocate General Iron. So that we're clear, what is the next step if the permit is issued?
2: Um, well, on Friday, well, if if they were to issue permit, it'd be a draft permit. Um, but uh, I think you know the city, the the community is going to continue to take action because it's not just general iron that we are talking about. Um, if if general iron wasn't good enough for Lincoln Park, then it's certainly not good enough for our neighborhoods. And our and both neighborhoods have said no to general iron. Um, but it's in the context of what else is going on in the community too, because. General Iron is just the latest um, in toxic developments, um, being concentrated in uh, minority, um, working class neighborhoods. Um, But, you know, as Juanita mentioned, we have the confined disposal facility, which is um, where they put the toxic uh, dredgings um, from the river. um, Mm -hmm. That's right on the lake. Um, And there's climate change. uh, You know, uh, there's erosion. We have the Rising lake levels and storm surges, and the only thing that's holding back the toxic sludge um, from our drinking water is a dirt barrier. Um, I think it's no coincidence that in uh, one week in December, we had the second uh, health impact assessment uh, community uh, session um, that was rescheduled (laughs) and uh, had a lot of issues with that. Um, but we had that. Um, within the week, we had the decision for the Illinois Environmental Protection Agency mm-hmm. to OK the permit for the CDS. And we also understood that uh, Invert, another toxic development, um, purchased land uh, near General Iron um, to be able to start a, a mining or extraction uh, development mm-hmm. um, So all three of those happened at the same time. All three are continuing to move forward. Um, I know the General Iron decision is coming up on Friday. And like I said, the community residents have been clear. We are tired of being the dumping ground for the city. Um, So we urge the mayor to do what's right, um, to deny the permit. But, you know, we are also looking at, you know, uh, the mayor has given a lot of um, talking uh, points about racial equity, so this is a time for her to step up and show that she's serious about it and deny the permit, but also work with the community on the other uh, addressing the other toxic developments that are in the neighborhood.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are talking about concerns in the city's southeast side communities about the environmental impact of industry and manufacturing in their area. Our guests are Amalia Nieto Gomez with the Alliance of the Southeast and Juanita Irazari with Friends of the Parks. Um, Amalia, let's. You, you you both mentioned a couple of other issues here that I want to dive into. Um, Climate change and its impact on that area's shoreline erosion, Uh, also toxic waste dump from the Calumet River. I want to zero in first on that toxic waste dumping. Um, Juanita, you both work on uh, a site near the shoreline of Lake Michigan. Talk more uh, about what's going on there.
1: Yeah. um, So there's a site called the CDF, Confined Disposal Facility, where for Decades now, the Army Corps of Engineers has maintained a facility to dump the dredged material, as Amalia said, from the bottom of the river, and it was supposed to be closed in 2022. We are now, and that is after many surpassed deadlines of closure, supposed to close in 2022. But now the Army Corps of Engineers proposes to build 25 feet higher on top of the existing dump, while we know the existing dump already is inadequate and leaching water back into our water supplies toxic you know with toxins in it mm-hmm. and here we are right on the lakeshore that's eroding uh you know uh just a couple of weeks ago there was a big press announcement with federal officials with the mayor with congress people talking about the 1.5 million dollar investment from the federal government from the new infrastructure law and um, the city's going to match another one five, 1.5 million to do a shoreline study of erosion, which is really important so that we can get our hands on the problem, but they're not even including this CDF site in that shoreline erosion study. Mm. They're stopping at South Shore and here we have you know a shoreline that we're already seeing water at the steps of Calumet Beach. You know, we're seeing, people who live along South Shore with water in their basements. Yet right. somehow the Army Corps of Engineers thinks it's a good idea to build 15 feet higher in this location.
0: Well, Juanita, the, the whole point of a CDF, right, is to prevent that toxic waste from getting into the lake or our drinking right. water. So if, if it's in a contained and regulated facility, why is this a problem?
1: Well, the problem is the the, the data that we forced them to to disclose to the public, uh, the Army Corps, show that, number one, they have been fighting to minimize the amount of actual monitoring that they do over the years so they don't actually know how much toxins are going back into the water supply. We did find evidence that the water is interacting between the water in the CDF and water in our water supply. So we already know it's going back and forth, but we don't know how much toxins are because The armed corps keep saying it's safe, except Mm -hmm. they have been minimizing their um, their own monitoring as much as possible. So you know, we have been, along with various collaborators, saying to the Illinois EPA that is looking at permits, that they need to make sure that we actually know if it's safe. (laughs) Because even if they choose not to build 15 feet higher there's probably remediation that needs to happen of the existing dump. We don't know that it's safe, and it's threatened by waves and potential erosion, just like the rest of the lakefront. The Army Corps that wants to extend the life of this dump and build higher is the same Army Corps that has built revetments that have fallen back into the lake, Mm -hmm. in other parts of the lake. So we really need to ask a lot of questions.
0: Well, Amalia, to that end, it seems like you are fighting multiple battles at once would you say it's paying off
2: well um we we urge the mayor um and the um and all the departments because there are different departments working you know each of the developments um but to to really pay attention to the community um the community has spoken we have um We have gotten together to figure out what we do want in our communities, but all this toxic development, the concentration of it in minority communities has got to stop. And that's why, you know, when we're talking about environmental racism and calling on the mayor to please stop environmentally racist policies that do that, um, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's ongoing fight. Um, I don't know if it's, it's quite successful yet, but it's ongoing. And, you know, it can be successful if, like I said, the mayor, you know, right. prioritizes this.
0: Well, tell me this, Amalia, we've just got about 30 seconds here. Beyond General Iron, what is the message to the existing industries on the far south side, uh, industry like the, the Ford Assembly Plant?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the current industries that's there, you know, just work with the community. And I think we have a lot of industry in our community, so also hiring from the community is important. So, um, you know, and I think we want to encourage more um developments that are safe and healthy, um, in the community. Um, I know the method plant we, we, we love as a model, Mm -hmm. um, and they have been really working, willing, really willing to work with the community. So those, those are the types of developments that we're looking at. Um, we are also working on the invest Southwest and South Chicago, um, to make sure that actually benefits the community as well. So there are developments we do want, but toxic isn't one of them.
0: That is Amalia Nieto Gomez with the Alliance of the Southeast. And Juanita Irozari with Friends of the Parks. Amalia and Juanita, thank you so much. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.